I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Stacy Green, Infectious Disease Lead for DePaul Community Health Centers, formerly known as Daughters of Charity Health Centers. Green and his colleagues have vaccinated thousands of Southeast Louisiana residents, but as the recent wave of new COVID cases demonstrates, there's still a long way to go. Dr. Green, welcome to the podcast. Rich, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And I know you're busy, so I'm gonna try and be efficient. First, before we focus on COVID, can you provide a little bit of background on DePaul Community Health Centers? DePaul Community Health Centers was actually uh, uh, founded by the Daughters of Charity. Uh, it served the New Orleans, greater New Orleans area for about 185 years. Mm. You know, we, we provide compassionate, comprehensive, uh, high quality health care. Uh, we serve children, adolescents, adults, and seniors. Uh, we do preventive care, we do primary care. Uh, we do pediatrics, we do optometry, dental, uh, behavioral health, chronic disease uh, management. Uh, we do a lot of COVID-19 testing, we do vaccinations, and I myself, as an, I'm an infectious disease specialist, so I also do a lot of HIV and hepatitis C at the uh, clinic also. We have about 10 community health centers uh, in the greater New Orleans area. Do people use DePaul the same way you might go use at urgent care? So there are times when we do some urgent cases, um, you know, if someone is coming in with uh, an acute infection, if someone is coming in with earache, um, yeah, we can, we can see those urgent cases at DePaul Community Health Center. But we, the main thing that we do is a lot of primary care. Like I said, we do prenatal, prenatal care even. We even do behavioral health. So we do a lot of comprehensive uh, care uh, throughout the course of a person's life. Understood. I know you guys have done a lot of vaccinations, a lot of testing, and you've been working, you personally have been working hard to get the, the word out. What is happening right now? How does this current spike compare to others? Well, what we're dealing with now is that Delta variant. And that's the variant that we're very concerned about. Uh, just giving you some background, that Delta variant was originally found in India around December 2020. And... Uh, uh, we originally discovered it in the United States in March 2021. Uh, what's interesting about this particular variant is 60% more transmissible than the alpha variant. And what we've been seeing is we've been seeing a lot more severe disease um, with this particular Delta variant. And we've been seeing a lot, of, lot more younger patients or younger people being affected with severe disease due to this Delta variant. When we compare like our positivity rates in our city um, compared to 2020, uh, this Delta variant, uh, we're having just as high of a positivity rate in our city now with this Delta variant compared to 2020. So in other words, it's more contagious, it's more dangerous, and it's affecting younger people. And that's absolutely the case. And, and let me just tell you, just hit a, a brief stat uh, for New Orleans. During the past seven days, <clears throat> our daily average for our positivity rate has been about 10%. I want to put that in perspective. Anytime you have a positivity rate 
above 5% over a two-week time period. That's letting you know that you don't have a great handle on the transmission of this virus in the community. We're at 10%. Anything 10% and above is considered critical. So we're at critical levels when it comes to the transmission of this virus in our area, in our community, in particular New Orleans. How do, do we compare to other parts of the country? Well, we see that areas with lower vaccination rates are being hit the hardest by this Delta variant. We look at places like Florida. We look at places like Texas. Uh, we look at Louisiana. Some of those areas have lower vaccination rates and people are out more. Look at Florida. Lower vaccination rates, people are out more without masks. And as a result, the disease is being passed on more frequently. The CDC just produced some data, some national data out there. And they're saying, based on this data, that 99.9% .9 of people in our country who are being hospitalized with COVID are actually people who are unvaccinated. So, you know, I think the concern is people are looking at breakthrough infections among those who are vaccinated. And we are seeing breakthrough infections with those who are vaccinated. But what we've been seeing is a lot of times those breakthrough infections with people who are vaccinated, a lot of times these people are asymptomatic or their symptoms are very mild. So even though they are infected, the vaccine is still doing the job because number one is preventing severe disease, is preventing hospitalization, and most of all, is preventing death. So in other words, it sounds like the wave we're in right now is just as scary and dangerous as the ones from before, except that it's really only that way for people who are not vaccinated. Right. The people that are really being affected by this Delta variant, as far as the number of cases, hospitalizations, severity of disease and death, that's mainly among those who are unvaccinated. Understood. Now, do people with vaccinations need to worry about traveling somewhere and spreading the disease because they might have COVID but not realize it because they've been vaccinated? I mean, it's definitely possible to be vaccinated, have COVID, and pass it on even if you're vaccinated. Uh, the CDC just produced some data out there now that stated people who have been vaccinated and have been testing positive for COVID have enough high viral load to pass that on to someone else. So it is possible. But like I said, it's still good news for the vaccinated because we aren't seeing, even though a vaccinated person can potentially be infected, as far as them going to the hospital and having severe disease and dying, those rates are very, very low to nothing. Okay. So I know the message is a pretty obvious one, which is get vaccinated so you're safe. But what are the nuances here? What's your efforts right now to help more people choose to get vaccinated? I, I, I think our efforts are education, education, education. Um, I think some one of the one of the things that we can do is an encourage encourage people to be, be vaccinated. Let's get rid of some of the misinformation. Some of the misinformation is this vaccine causes the disease. It does not cause the disease. There's no data out there that shows that this vaccine will cause infertility in women. This vaccine does not alter your DNA. Um, this vaccine was not. Uh, it went through all of the standards 
and policies, procedures, and regulations as any other vaccine that has been emergency use authorized or FDA approved. So these vaccines are safe, they are effective, and we want to get rid of some of that uh, misinformation. I understand. Yeah, and it sounds like it's serious. I was at um, an acute care hospital today picking up someone who had just had a minor procedure, and I learned that they're canceling all those procedures starting tomorrow because they're redistributing all that staff into COVID-related situations. Absolutely. That's, that's just showing how serious this virus is. And one of the reasons why it's so serious is because we have a higher a high percentage of people within our region, within our community, within our city that have not been vaccinated. So, and then we're dealing with a more contagious form of COVID-19 in the Delta variant. So when you have a higher uh, transmissibility with this Delta variant among people who are unvaccinated in a low vaccination rate area, you're gonna deal with situations like that. What are the numbers in New Orleans? They actually have a website, NOLA Ready, and they normally give daily um, you know, updates on who, who's been vaccinated. Now, when we look at the state of Louisiana, the state of Louisiana, about 37% of our population, total population has been vaccinated. That's very low. When we look at the total population in New Orleans, about 51.9% of people have been fully vaccinated. When we look at the adult population, those 18 or old, older, 65.1% of those people have been fully vaccinated in New Orleans. So 18 and older, we're at 65%, which is a respectable number. It's still not quite where you need to be for herd immunity, but it's a, it's a respectable number compared to 30 something percent for the whole state. If you look at that's the correct. That's that's definitely correct. Okay, and then now with with the with this new variant, why is the average age of patients lower? Let me quote some U.S. data from the CDC. About 80.1 percent of those people age 65 and older have been fully vaccinated in the United States. About 60.5 percent of those 18 and older have been fully vaccinated in the United States. So we see what the trend is. The trend is older populations have a higher percent rate of vaccinations. And we know that the vaccines, they clearly work to protect against the disease, severity of disease, hospitalizations, as well as death. The unvaccinated are vulnerable. Well, who are the people who are unvaccinated? It's usually in that younger crowd because we clearly see that the percentage rate of vaccinations decline with the younger age. So they're susceptible. But not only are they susceptible, as the virus is circulating, is mutating, is changing. And sometimes as that virus mutates and change, sometimes it can be more transmissible, and sometimes it can cause even more severe disease, even in that younger population. Understood. That's a really scary thing. Really, the big question is what needs to happen now to get us past these waves of new cases once and for all? The thing that needs to happen is we have to get to herd immunity. And we want to get to herd immunity through vaccinations, through prevention of the disease. Of the disease. So to get through this wave, we want to encourage people who have not been vaccinated to get vaccinated. People can come to DePaul Community Health Center. We do vaccinations at our sites come get vaccinated. And even though um, you are vaccinated, we want you to wear your mask indoors. 
vaccinated or not when you're around other people. So the key is getting the unvaccinated vaccinated. Even if you have been vaccinated or you're unvaccinated, when you're indoors with others, please wear your mask and let's not let our guards down. I think those things will help us get through this wave. Understood. And for people to come to DePaul and get a vaccination, what do they need to do? They, they, can, they can actually give us a call. They can call us at 504-207-1080. That's 504-207-1080. And if they just want more information about us, they can go to www.depaulcommunityhealthcenters.org. Looking at all this that we've been going through for the last almost two years now, what makes you feel worried still? And what makes you feel optimistic? What makes me feel optimistic is I know that the vaccines work and they can save lives. We've been seeing them save lives. What makes me concerned is if we continue to have a low vaccination rate in regions of our country, that can cause the virus to continue to circulate more, mutate more and be more transmissible and cause severe disease. And if we allow that to do it too much, sometimes it can actually uh, escape um, the, the current effectiveness of our current vaccines out there. That concerns me. So I, I encourage people to get vaccinated, uh, not just for yourself, but think about others also. Well, thank you for that information. Usually that last question, I always try and end things on a positive note, but three or four things you've said on this podcast have been really scary, but I think it's probably good that it's really scary because people need to be taking this seriously. So thank you for taking the time to tell it like it is and good luck in all your efforts. Thanks so much. Rich, thank you for the opportunity just to have me on. I really appreciate that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.